welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name's Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher, yoga student, and a yoga business coach. And I'm here to support you to share your yoga with the people in your community who really need it. So if you're an amazing yoga teacher, but you sometimes struggle with the business part of what it is that you do, you're in the right place. I hope you thoroughly enjoy everything I've got in store for you. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or ideas for future podcasts, reach out to me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Okay, so welcome uh, everybody. My name's Amy McDonald. If you are new to me, I am a yoga teacher, yoga student, hashtag yoga nerd, and uh, for the most part these days, a business coach, which means I work with yoga teachers to help them with the business pieces of what it means to be a yoga teacher because as we know you do your yoga teaching qualification and you learn how to teach yoga but you don't necessarily get taught how to be a business person which whether you're a freelancer at a studio you have a studio or you're the sort of person who rents space and makes your own classes you just created yourself a small business so my work is all about supporting really talented yoga teachers to feel not only confident and successful in business, but also generate abundance and prosperity and feel great and in alignment with their spiritual beliefs, ethics, values in the process. So today we're going to be talking for the most part about social media. Um, One, because I have a program that starts next week that you need to be in. And I'm going to tell you about that at the end. No holes barred there. But also, too, because um, there is a whole lot of grunties or like energetic knots in our community when it comes to actually generating prosperity. And those grunties look like fears, doubts, uh, cynicism, um, resentment around what social media is and how it can be used in your business. And that's absolutely what I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, from some mindset perspective, how you think about things and what needs changing. Sorry if I've got hair on the microphone. And um, and then also some really nuts and bolts tangible pieces and some additional uh, sort of hacks and tips that I use in my business and I share with my clients, as you can see in Maggie's Instagram, off the charts. Uh, I'm going to be sharing those with you as well. So Keep the conversation going in the chat as we go, folks. If you have questions as we go, type them in and I'll try and get to them. If I miss them, you can retype them and I'll definitely leave some space at the end for additional questions. So before we get going, I'm just going to type in um, the link. If you want to go sign up for my course, I'm going to type it into the chat now um, because what I wanted to share with you was There was a bonus for getting this course. You can listen to me and go look at the course all at the same time. But there was a a bonus with this course that has technically lapsed. But if you want to sign up while we're talking during the webinar, you can get it as well, which is another complete home study course of mine, which is all about copywriting. So if you want to get the copywriting course and the social media course all for the same price, just jump over the link, sign up while we're going here on the webinar, and uh, I'll send it over to you uh, once we're done. Okay, so let's get going. I want to start with, I've got sort of five social media principles that I'm going to cover, but before I get to those, I've got three overarching principles that I think are worthy of a quick conversation. So, the and I sent these out um, 
in the email that you would have received to remind to get yourself here on the call. So the first piece is a mind, these are, these are more mindset shifts. And I said to you in the email, I'm going to tell you the number one thing you need to do this week to shake up how you're approaching your business and call in more abundance. And I know when I wrote that, I thought, is that too cheesy? Is that like too, too full out in your face sales copy? And I sort of sat with it for a while and then I thought, you know what? Fuck it. No, it's not. That's actually what I think. Um, I want these people to go out and be successful in business. I've been in doing uh, my business, being a yoga business coach full time, nothing else, only this for the past four years. I've worked with hundreds of yoga teachers. I've visited yoga studios all over the world to run retreats and seminars and workshops and take classes. I've had oodles of people through my courses. God damn it, I'm starting to get impatient. But all of you dragging the chain on being like wildly successful. Why? Because I know now after four years in my business that I don't attract people into my community who are dickheads or assholes. Pardon me if you are new to me. I swear. Cultural. It's in, our, it's in the constitution of Australia that you need to swear a lot. I apologize in advance. If it offends you, go with it. You know, it's like a career. It's like, it's like breath of fire for too long. It's awkward in the moment, but ultimately it's going to be okay. Anyway, you know, I know that good people are here. If you're following me, if you're looking at my stuff, if you're here on this call or listening to the podcast, you're a good person and God damn it. We know that when the good people have the money, good things happen. And when the crappy people have the money, crappy things happen. I need you to be wealthy to make my life better. So please, I'm going to be full out and in your face about this point. I'm going to potentially be a little bit hyperbolic. Imagine Amy being hyperbolic because it's time for you to actually like touching yourself with what it is that you're doing in your business. Number two, why am I feeling comfortable about being uh, a little more vehement and intense than usual? <laughs> Because yoga equals awesome. And if people aren't receiving yoga because you've got some personal development limiting belief, you need a therapist bullshit running the show, we need to sort that out. If your inner turmoil is getting in the way of people coming to yoga, it's time to stop it. So I feel actually after doing some of my own personal reflection, I feel very comfortable saying that I'm going to tell you right now, the one thing you need to do this week is shake it up in your business so that you're actually available for abundance. Here it is. Stop thinking about selling. If you are spending any time fixating about how am I going to sell this thing, I have to sell this event, I have to get more people into my retreat, I need to hustle and get that Thursday night full, I need to get two more people to get the sound bath breaking even on Sunday night, all of that sort of stuff. I need to, I need to have a hundred more followers on my Instagram so that I can sell this thing. Uh, really the biggest mindset shift that you can make, which will make all of the difference is to stop thinking about selling at a, as your primary focus in your business and start thinking simply about building community. Stop thinking about selling and start thinking about 
building community. Okay, Amy, that's fine for you, but you know, my bills, I get it. I have bills, but I tell you something, if you're every day focused, I'm not talking about what happens in your classes, but every day in the, like the computer part of your business, if you are constantly thinking about, I've got to sell this thing and I've got to, I've got to get four more people over there and I've got to get three more people. If that's the mindset that you are coming to your office with, and yes, I believe you should have an office for your yoga business. If that's how you're showing up already, you're really limiting um, not only what it is that you're thinking about, but chances are you're um, bringing in some energetic residue that's not going to serve you to actually achieve that goal. When you come to work, the computer part of being a yoga teacher, when you come to work actually thinking about what can I do to build community today, that is going to give you a different energetic tone. That is going to, you're going to feel different when you get to the desk and as such, you're going to approach tasks differently. There are tasks that look like I need to get two more people in the sound bath to break even. I need four more people on the mat on Thursday night. I've got two more places to sell into Costa Rica retreat that has to happen by the end of the month. That all happens still, but they become tasks rather than your overall goal and your primary sort of mental focus. I want you to start thinking about building community. What do I do in my job? What do I do in my yoga business? What am I here for? Not selling the hell out of yoga. I'm here to build community. Right, just excellent, Meg says she's taking notes. Great, with a tick emoji, crushing it on the computers. So I want you to write this down. I think taking notes is a good idea, even if you don't ever look at the notes again. And I know a bunch of you have like Amy notebooks. Put this in your Amy notebook, but also put it on a sticky note and stick it on your goddamn computer monitor. Stop selling, start building community. Stop focus on sales, start focus on building community. And what that means, I'm going to unpack over the course of this. You're like, well, that's too freaking esoteric, Amy. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? It's like reading a Patanjali Yoga Sutra without anybody telling me what. I've got you. Bear with me, but write that down. Stop focusing on sales. Start focusing on building community. Next. These are, these are iterative, right? So we're, we're getting down and we're becoming more granular. Someone said that to me. I was watching a webinar yesterday, like, you know, flip this. And I'm, I'm you watching someone else talk. And he said, that was some really granular that was some really granular truth bombs. I thought, what a giant dickhead. Who says that? That was some really granular truth bombs. But I'm not, anyway, I'm going to try not to say any of those super wanky things, but I am going to get more granular as we go, more micro. Right, next. The biggest mindset shift you need now to boost your class numbers without paying for ads. People, I'm a huge fan of the Facebook ad. I love building out Facebook ads. I was actually just uh, this morning before this call looking at one of my clients' campaigns that we've been building and tweaking and targeting and we're doing some really cool stuff and he's had four people, that he, you know, randoms uh, sign up for his teacher training that's coming up in January because of his campaign. We're looking at the numbers. It's all awesome. And it's complex uh, and um, it's, a, it's a business expense. We've spent, I don't know, uh, maybe $400 so far in his campaign to get those four people signed up. It's a big deal and a lot of people, rightly so, are nervous about 
running Facebook ads, spending money on social media when they don't necessarily know what they're doing or they haven't factored in a marketing budget into what it is that they're promoting. So what do you need to, how do you need to shift that up if you know that paying for ads isn't where you're at right now? And this mindset shift is about giving. So if we take the first one, stop selling, start building community, next, give, 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 with no expectation of reciprocation or reward. This is another one to write down. Give, 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 give. A lot of gives. gives. Give to the power of three with no expectation of return or reward. What does that mean? That means that I want you to show up and share and share and share all the things that you have that can help people because you want to help people. And there's no, um, again, this is either it's with the intellect or in the energy body, there's no expectation that this begets that. You share and you share and you share because you couldn't do anything else because you are filled with the spirit and you have to give yoga to people. And if they decide down the track that they're going to buy something from you, excellent, come on in. And if they don't, who cares? Because your job, your dharma, your purpose here is to share yoga with the people who need it, regardless of if they ever buy from you or not. Example, every week for the past years, Abundant Yoga Teacher podcast happens. And hopefully, my intention at least, my son Galpa, is that I impart some wisdom that might be of service to the people who are teaching yoga on this planet. Some people might buy something from me at some point. Some people send me a nice message on the gram and say, hey, thanks. But there are hundreds of people who listen to that thing that I will never meet. And I'm cool with that. The fact that they're listening and hopefully getting something useful from it is me going, give, 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 give. Every week I'm producing that thing. I'm putting it on the places. I'm telling you to go listen to it if you want. The end. This is the most important mindset shift you need to make when it comes to harnessing the power of social media. It's not about, I'm going to just put out five posts about buy my shit and hope that, and, and, and that's going to be my marketing solution. I got to tell you, if you're putting out five posts, buy my shit, soundbar, 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 people are like, God damn it. I don't want to, what's in that for me? I, I'm not interested in the soundbar or even if I was. Stop bugging me about it. I'm not interested anymore. Give, 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 and stop expecting that your posts and your content is going to create a sale. Giving is about goodwill. Giving is about rapport. Giving is about being in service. Giving is about your passion for yoga, and if you kept it in, you would explode. That's what giving is about. Stop thinking about uh, the, the, the return on the giving investment. You know, the, 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 the teaching, uh, the Buddhist teaching that if you're giving with an expectation of return, then it's not giving, right? That's not actually what giving means. Giving means giving something to somebody else with zero expectation of reward. You know, this is a whole other topic, but often it is misinterpreted, the portion of the Bhagavad Gita where Krishna is talking about, you know, the the fruits and the actions and da, da, da. 
is often misinterpreted to mean, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take it misinterpreted meaning now, that you know, you have to do that. You gotta go out and do your thing regardless of the fruits, non-attached to the fruits. And this is this is what I'm talking about right now. Give, give, give a million times infinity squared without any expectation of return. Next. Increasing granular truth bomb number three. <laughs> what is the big lie that is pervasive in the yoga teaching space? Why is it not true? And how is it keeping you playing small? This one, oh my god, I got this one in like a practicum hardcore on my birthday weekend. I went to study with uh, my teacher for three days about a particular tantric text, super nerdy super awesome couldn't get enough but on the first day there was a sidetrack to the biz to the training where we moved away from uh, a, bit, a bit of a gupta and we went to shri shri mark zuckerberg <laughs> i think he's shri shri mark zuckerberg it turns out the majority of the people in the room thought he was like an asura a demon and that facebook was the nemesis of civilization that that when the milky ocean was churned one of the poisons that was brought up was uh facebook interesting actually playing that metaphor forward you know the the hala hala that was churned out of the milky ocean like the, the poison it was blue right nilakanta shiver's name when he swallowed the hala hala nilakanta blue throat it's actually kind of like the same color as facebook interesting someone wants to make a conspiracy theory about that anybody who really thinks that mark zuckerberg is the devil that might be some evidence for you but moving on when i was at this training people were like on it about how social media is going to bring about you know armageddon and only the people who have cancelled their facebook accounts are going to survive the rapture like intense I was thinking about this this morning. I have a you know a close friend here in town where I live. Small town, not many people, not many friends. You know, this is you know, it's it's one of those towns that brings out the polarities in humanity. Let's just put it like that. We don't speak anymore because we had a disagreement about Facebook. She was convinced that the reason her daughter had gone wayward was because of Mark Zuckerberg. I'm like, honey, there's some intermediate steps between your kid and Shri Shri Mark Zuckerberg. This is the point I want to make. People in yoga land, it is a belief that social media is the devil and that people are getting murdered and people are hating on people and people are causing riots and all of these other things because of social media and that there are, there are increasing numbers of yoga teachers who are like, well, I don't do that anymore because Mark Zuckerberg is the devil. I want to just have a conversation about this. Facebook is a piece of software. Facebook is a computer program, an app, if you like. Just wanted like let that sit for a moment. My, it is a tool, right? My loving invitation for all of us today is to reframe, if you have any of this stuff going on in you, even if it's the slightest level, if you have any hesitancy or fear or doubt about social media, if you have any, if you're attributing any of those sorts of qualities to social media, please hear this. Social media is simply a tool, right? 
And what it is doing is it is amplifying what we already are, who we already are, what we already believe. It is a megaphone. It gives us access to speaking to the world that we haven't had before, right? You can make a, you can make a Facebook post now and potentially hundreds of people would see it, whereas you would have to call hundreds of people to get your message out in the same way in 2001, right? All it does is amplify what people are already doing and what people are already thinking. So if there is hate and outrage and poison and yuckiness on social media right now, you better believe it was already there. It's just those people are, are using the amplification that social media provides to be louder with their message. It's like saying that, so my point is that if it is misused, then that's the result. It's like saying that, um, you know, uh, Ekapada Rajakapadanasana, pigeon pose, um, is, is, is going to cause long-term chronic hip injury. Don't do it. Don't do pigeon because it'll fuck your pelvis. Don't do it. And for some people, that's true. But for other people who do it right, that is not true. It's simply not true. The, it's, it's similarly, it's like money. People who have limiting beliefs around money. Money is the root of all evil. Rich people are bad. Rich people are corrupt. Money will bring out the worst in you. No, it will if you're a shitty person and you have more power because you have more money. But if you're a great person and you have more influence because you have more money, you get to do great things with it. The money itself, the pose itself, not inherently good or bad. It's what you do with it and how you use it to amplify who you are, what you're about, what you believe, the actions that you take and the influence that you have that makes the difference. So my challenge before we move into the five specific things about social media, my challenge to you for anybody that is hearing or watching or listening to this that has drama or limiting beliefs around power, uh, the social media and how it's the bad guy, please hear me on this. Social media is simply a tool that amplifies what is already there. And if more shitbirds are getting their message out there, we need to take that back and start spreading some love, honey. You want to amplify some good stuff? Post some good stuff on your socials. The other day, I just posted, posted a picture of Lakshmi on my Facebook. It didn't have anything else other than just Here's a Lakshmi for you. Because let's face it, who doesn't need to have a little bit of Shri Shri Maha Lakshmi pop up in their feed for no good reason? Why not? And for the other person who's like, I went to the supermarket and my name is five cents more. Eh, eh, eh. Like, okay, go do your negative over there. Meanwhile, back at Amy's ranch, the goddess love, why not? Just feeling good. Let's amplify good messages let's amplify positivity let's amplify possibility let's amplify abundance consciousness and goddamn it love by understanding that social media simply provides the megaphone and you get to dictate the message you get to say what you want into the skinny end of the microphone there are too many people ragging on about how much this is crappy and that's bad and join my hate revolution and 
oh, they can have that. Let's reclaim some space by sharing some love. Social media is not bad inherently. It is simply an amplification tool. And if you want to see more positivity on social media, be the change. Okay, let's move on. How's everybody going who's here with me live? Give me some love. Are we uh, tracking? Oh, my God, Virginia's here. How cool is it that you're here, gorgeous? I want to get some updates. Susan's here. Yay. Nice one. Florida is in the house. All right. Uh, okay, let's, let's keep on trucking. Going great. Giggling and listening, says Meg. I'm glad you're here, Meg. Nice to know that uh, someone's, <laughs> someone's getting a chuckle. <laughs> okay, let's move on. So I'm going to talk about my five steps to specifically social media. Hang on. Before we do that, let me check in. Everybody who's here with me live right now, and if you're listening to this, uh, hit me up on Insta and I want you to let me know too, uh, at Amy Yoga Biz Coaches me on Instagram. Um, are you picking up what I'm putting down about social media? Do we have a preparedness here collectively to actually understand that social media equals awesome? Let me explain. Never before in the history of humanity have you had more greater opportunities to share your powerful message of healing and transformation with the world for free? This has never been possible before, ever. And now you can do it at any time, day or night. You can get this and you can broadcast your message to the world for those of you who are listening i just held out my iphone for free you can share love for free you can tell people that they're worthy of self-care for free at any time i can be talking to i mean look at we're from all over the world right here talking about this stuff because of social media you said it, girlfriend, says Susan. Yes. Never before has it been better. Never before have you had so many opportunities to share what you're passionate about. And if you are here right now with me, what you're passionate about is healing, transformation, goodness for people, for yourself and for others. We need that message more. You've never had more platforms and opportunities to share it. And any of your small self thinking that is preventing you from doing that is to the detriment of the people who need your message. Remember, more yoga equals better planet. You want to create a better place for people to live that doesn't look like you playing small or being all snark snark about how maybe mm, the Facebook blue is because it was part of the Nilakanta that was churned out of the Milky Ocean. Maybe social media is bringing on Armageddon. No. It's an awesome thing. That's for free. And if you have a message that counts and if you want to tip the balance back from all of the shitbirds that are spreading hate and outrage, own it. Post yourself some love for free and share it with people who need your message. Okay, let's move on. Five tips for social media confidence. Let's do this. For anybody who's like, I don't know what to like talk about. Um, really? Sharing stuff on social media, if we come back to my overall principles at the start, it's not about selling, never about selling. Stop selling, stop selling, stop thinking about selling. Selling will happen 
when you're sharing, when you're building community. So how do I share? Teach. What do I do on social media? Teach. Teach on social media. That's all you got to do. And if you're here with me right now, you have at least 2,000 hours, 200, sorry, 200 hours of teaching training. And if you've been teaching a little bit, you got a fair bit of experience and God knows I love you all. And I'm in this camp too. None of us can stop at just 200 hours of teacher training. Like let's face it. We probably do all do have like 2000 hours of teacher training. We can't help it. How long have you been going to Kripalu, Virginia? Like, you know, we're addicted. We can't get enough. You know how to teach. That's all you have to do. So if you're doing like, oh, my God, oh, I don't know. What if I say the wrong thing? Do you show up to class and sit there like chewing your nails and like wringing your hands thinking, oh, my God, what if I say the wrong thing? What if my hair is funny? What if my nipple is showing through my singlet? No, that's just what happens. You just, you're over it at this point, right? You just, you just stand at the front and teach. What if my irritable bowel syndrome is making my kind of tadasana look a little bit like Mr. Skinny after lunch? This happened to me all the time. Who cares? You just show up and you teach your class. That's all it is on social media. You're just teaching. You know how to do that. So drop the drama. Point number one, when it comes to being more confident on social media is it's just teaching and you have studied, you have paid a shit ton of money. You know how to teach. That's all it is. Two, it's not about the numbers. Stop fixating on how many people are following you, how many people are liking your photos, how many people are commenting on your shares, how many people are sharing your stuff, how many people are going to your event, how many people are opening your in. Stop, stop, stop. Stop thinking about the numbers. When we get down to the metrics like that, we lose sight of that overarching principle, which is about building community. Stop thinking about, eh, I've only got 257 followers on, oh no, 256 followers on Instagram. Stop it. Who cares? It's not about the numbers. The, the fact is it's about connection. It's about rapport. It's about building community it's about talking to people and teaching about yoga yoga is powerful yoga heals and transforms we need more yoga now all of that means if anyone is watching your stuff or consuming your content the light workers are taking steps forward we're going in the right direction and we are making a difference anyone anyone if you are measuring your influence and measuring the degree to which you're in service and measuring, God damn it, your own business self-worth based on metrics, you've lost the point. You're going to burn yourself out. You're going to feel dejected and underwhelmed and, you're, and you'll be cloaking the power of the message that you have to share. Stop thinking about the numbers. And, you know, and, and, and on that if you do have 256 followers on Instagram, like that's 256 real people who have made an empowered choice to press a button and follow you because they give a shit about what you have to say. They're interested in what you're doing. On Instagram, you don't like coerce people to follow you. They choose to follow you. If they're following you, Unless, I don't know, they, they handed their phone to their pet monkey for the night because they were going out dancing. 
they chose to follow you. Some chimpanzee just randomly finding all of the yoga people. No, they're following you because they want to. And it's so easy to stop following someone. If they'd had enough, they'd just unfollow you. I don't know. Is anybody else going to like, whoa, hang on. That's, that's too much uh, uh, glute max uh, with no clothes on it in my feed. Sometimes, I don't know. How did I sign up to get someone's ass shot? <laughs> unfollow. It's really easy to unfollow people. They're real people. If they're following you, 150 followers on Instagram, that's 150 people. Imagine if they all came to your class. You'd be like, well, I guess we're sharing bolsters tonight. That would be awkward. It's very, very cool. But my overarching point here is it's not about the numbers. Stop qualifying your level of business success or let alone like self-worth. I'm shit because only four people watched my live. Stop focusing on that. If you're getting on the thing and you're doing something on live and you're teaching like, you got a sore back in meditation, squeeze your elbows in, honey, and no one watches that. Who cares? Someone may in the future and your intention is so pure that you just want to help people get on the cushion. doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter about the numbers. Okay, moving on. Except that it is a little bit about the numbers and only in certain situations. It is about the numbers because the numbers are what help you to get better. The numbers are what help you understand what works and what doesn't in your business, not what works and what doesn't doesn't regarding you because you are always awesome, okay? Like this is not just Amy loves you talk. This is legit yoga 101. Uh, any, like the foundation of Hatha Yoga comes from Tantra and the foundational teaching of Tantra. It is a non-dual setup, baby. What does that mean? That means that this reality as we experience it has great value and merit and it's simply just the divine play of Universal consciousness, what, Amy? It's like at seven in the morning. What the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about this. We're just God having a human experience. That's all that's going on here. What does that mean? That means that we're actually already divine. We're actually already perfect. Sure, we've got some mullers. We've got some samskaras. We've got some karma playing out. We've got some cloaks, some clashes, some stuff that's getting in the road. But all of that is simply so that the divine gets to see what life is like through the lens of us-ness. What does that mean regards social media? It means this. None of this is about if you're a good person or not. Your results in your business, the fucking number of likes you have on Facebook can never erode, corrode, devalue your intrinsic worth. This is true. Like how much money you got in the bank, how many people come to class tonight, none of that can, can limit, can um, corrode the inherent true nature of you. You're like God having a human experience. You know, Shiva and Shakti are up there going, hey, honey, what do you think would happen if we made this combination? Oh, shit, look, we got Meg. That's cool. That's what's going on here. None of this stuff actually affects your self-worth. What the numbers are really useful for is simply a reflection point. Huh, that's curious. I'm going to do more of that and less of this. 
Um, one of my clients who is crushing it on Instagram at the moment, I think he's up to like over 300 followers now. Uh, he had 70 a week and a half ago. Um, and he sent me an email a couple of days ago saying he's been looking at all of his numbers. And what he knows now is people like to watch his videos, but not all the time. So he's going to do a few less videos because he noticed that when he was doing more videos, getting fewer likes. Okay, great. And he also noticed that people liked it when he posted a picture of himself at his house and some kind of reflective comment about what he was working on. People really liked those posts. Great. He's going to do more of those. But he's not going, oh, my God, I got half as many likes on my video. Ugh, that means I've got nothing useful to say. Maybe, I'm, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should go back to the job that I hate. Maybe this is never going to work for me. Not interpreting the numbers from a self-worth perspective, but rather looking at the numbers and going, huh, curious. Turns out people are not so interested in that, but they seem to like this. I'm going to do more of this and less of that. It's like, you know, classic, uh, skillful, uh, uh, virtual, sorry, uh, verbal assist in a pose. You know, you've got a, you got a student in Danyarasana, they're like, my knee hurts. And so you just say, okay, flex your foot. Does it feel better, worse, or the same? You're not saying, well, you're a shit person. If your knee hurts, if you can't even do this pose, ain't ever going to get enlightened. Moksha is not coming for you if you can't even. No, it's not about that. It's just about, okay, try this. What's going on? Do that. What's going on? Okay, do it again. Do a bit more of it. Oh, hang on. Don't do that. Then do this. That's all. All of the metrics that you get in social media, they're nothing to do with how good you are as a person. They're nothing to do with how good you are as a yoga teacher. They're simply data that you get to be curious about and interpret in a way that lets you give more in a way that is going to be in deeper service. Let me know here on, live on the call if this is making sense. The metrics are incredibly powerful, but not as some kind of uh, uh, self-worth measurement. <laughs> Who cares? They're useful because it helps you refine what it is that you're sharing and give people more of what they want. Make sense? Okay. Next. The, another another um, limiting belief in a place where people, yes, yes, yes. Okay, great. Thanks, ladies. Another place where I see people being fearful about social media is because they're nervous about trolls and weirdos and being bullied and um, what people might say about them. So I want to um, really give you the hard word on being empowered in this space. Social, increasingly, like look at what has happened to Facebook over the past six months. Increasingly, these platforms are incorporating tools that keep you safe and you get to use those tools. It's like getting the token in class that says, I don't want hands-on assist. You don't have to anymore. If you, if, you don't, if you don't like physical touch, you don't have to go to class anymore and just hope that the teacher doesn't come around and touch you. You get the token, you turn it over and you say, no, I don't want hands-on assist. No big deal. Same with social media. There are tools to say, I'm not up for that bullshit. There are buttons that essentially say, fuck off, weirdo. That's not happening in my feed. So firstly, you don't have to put up with stuff. 
If someone sends you a direct message on Instagram that's like a request message and, and when an Instagram shows you the thing and says, this image has been blurred out to protect you or whatever it says, honey, you don't have to look at that image, right? Just delete that shit. <laughs> if someone is sending you something that has to be blurred out, chances are if you don't know them, maybe even if you do, you don't want to see it. You just block that. You just block that. You block people, you flag people, you report people. Go hard blocking, flagging, reporting weirdos because I tell you something, if they're sending it to you, they're sending it to somebody else and that will not be the first time that the platform has had that person flagged for sending blurred out photos. Although, interestingly, I got, I got one of those the other day from a guy who hit me up on Instagram um, uh, and, uh, you know, in the direct message uh, request thing, request um, photo, 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 all blurred out, where blurred out this photo to protect you from whatever. And I thought, this is interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what happens here. And so I approved this guy and I looked at all of his messages and he was a photographer. He's a fitness photographer. He does like gym shots, CrossFit, yoga photography. And he'd sent me a bunch of his photos that he wanted, like his portfolio. And there was a lot of skin. As you can imagine, there's a lot of sweaty women with a lot of skin. They're working out, they're on the bike, they're doing yoga. And so Instagram had uh, preempted that, whoa, this is like nude skin, sweaty. We better block this because it's probably nasty. Um, so it is interesting, you know, not, not, not every photo that gets blurred out and sent to you by someone you don't know is a dick pic might be a yoga photographer seeing if you'd like to procure their services. My point here is you don't have to put up with any of that stuff. There are tools on the platforms where you just say, uh-uh, no, weirdo, fuck off. So if you're not being, if you're not feeling confident on social media because you're worried about that sort of stuff, block it, flag it, delete it, report it. That's there to keep you safe. Next, the, the next level down from flat out weird is kind of like, offensive or strange what do you do with that what do you do if people are critical and I, I keep a list of these because I, I want to let you know that happens and it happens to everybody and it's going to be okay so if you've listened to me talk about this before some of these anecdotes you'll already know uh, I had the woman who wanted to suck my toes if I ever post something on my Instagram photograph of myself with my shoes off. And let's face it, we work in an industry that is largely sans footwear. She'll let me know that she wants to suck my toes. <laughs> Just makes me think of Sarah Ferguson. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I've had the person who thought it was, who questioned my gender. Did you used to be a man? That comment is still uh, on my feed, if you want to go find it. Did you used to be a man? Um, I've had, uh, I've had just the general, uh, very, uh, belief driven Christian folk who need to let me know that, um, you know, going to hell because of yoga. Um, there's nothing, you know, people who want to quote, this happens on Facebook more often than Instagram. People who want to talk to me about the particular passages of the Bible, um, where it's quite clear that, that JC was not a regular yoga practitioner, uh, get that, get, you know, yoga is the 666, I've had that. Um, you know, I, I, I have, I've had people be critical of my asana, 
posting photos of myself doing yoga shapes. I remember having, I posted a picture of Pajva Kanasana, um, supported like a forearm on the thigh. Uh, what do you call that in English? Help me out, folks. Um, extended side angle. Um, but rather than my hand on the floor, I had my forearm, palm up, resting on my thigh because I have limited external rotation of the femurs and I simply can't externally rotate my front leg enough to get my hand all the way down onto the floor without really internally, internally rotating my back leg. Thumb's got to give to get that pose. I can either really swing the back leg in or I can modify and get my torso up and try and, and, and get a bit of balance in the back thigh. And, and so, I, you know, I was doing the modified version in this photo because that's what works for my body. And I had quite a few people tell me that, well, you know, the pose is okay, but, you know, you should really do it properly. <laughs> so first up, um, like I said way back at the start, people, people who are going to hate love to use social media because they can hate so much louder. Lovers, you and you and me, need to reclaim some of that airtime so that we're sharing more of that energy. Shitbirds are going to say horrible things anyway. That's their dharma. Here's my hack on that: compassion, compassion. Rather, absolutely, we're never taking any of that stuff personally. I'm not saying just simply hit it back. Like if if there's merit in something that they've said that you can learn from, great. But not like, oh my god, they're right on rubbish I do look like a man I have just been trying to get someone to suck my toes <laughs> my pelvis is you know abominable no not that maybe there's something in, in, interesting in there that you could reflect on but but rather than and hating on them back or rather than dismissing them outright let's just like, seriously like bring them into your heart and have compassion for them if you do like um, meta this is a great you know what the, the part in meta when you have to send loving kindness to someone that you don't really like love that one there's always someone in my life who i call in but this would be an opportunity to call in that person bathe them in compassion because think about it what would your life be like imagine what is your life like if the best use of your time is to slag someone off on social media think about that really I mean, that really, that really pains me, for real. Like, that genuinely upsets me that someone's life, the best thing that they could do, think to do with their time in that moment is to be hateful for no reason. Imagine if that's your go-to. Imagine if that's your energetic state, your natural feeling tone. Imagine what it's like living that life through that lens. It's got to suck, right? And not in a... Um, patronizing way we don't need to be oh i'm so good and they're so bad poor them poor little poor little ignorant you know plebs no no no. but seriously don't you think it would just suck i don't know about ladies who are here with me live and everyone else who's listening like if you get five minutes to yourself in the day i this was me yesterday i had five minutes to myself i took my beautiful hot coffee out onto my veranda and I just sat in the sun and I thought about nothing other than the feeling of the sun on my face and how amazing it was that I had a really great freshly brewed coffee in my hand. If I have five minutes, I want to spend it just like that. Or I want to spend it like sniffing my stinky dog or pruning my roses or I don't know, just like 
I can be grateful. Can you imagine what it's like for someone's life if they have that five minutes and they want to spend it being hateful to you on social media? You're looking fat. You're too old for what you said is stupid. You don't even know what you're talking about. Can you imagine? It must just be horrible living in a body that wants to spend its spare five minutes doing that stuff. So one, if you're, let me, let me recap this point. Overall, if you're feeling, if you're not feeling confident on social media, doing live video, posting stuff, sharing photos of yourself, talking about your own lived experience to a degree that feels comfortable for you. If you're not feeling comfortable about that, confident about that because you're worried about other people and what they might say or do, remember you have tools, block, flag, report, just have at it. You don't have to put up with weird or offensive. For stuff that's more nuanced, rather than absolutely we're not taking it personally, but come at it from a place of compassion. It would suck to be a person that spends their spare moments in life being hateful. It's not you, it's them. And we get to be compassionate about that. Karen says, criticizing your Pajra, call them in. What a great, switch it up, I mean. Yeah, switch, yeah, totally. People need to chill, says Susan. Yeah, but, you know, this is, I suspect, not where the majority of humanity is not going to chill. I think we're just going to be a bit faster more, but that's another conversation. So here, um, just come at it from a place of compassion. And then finally on this point, it can be an incredibly powerful hack to leave that stuff in your feed. The post I had on Instagram where the gentleman said, did you used to be a man? That went nuts. So many people, (laughs) so many of my light worker, love focused, abundant mindset people came in and said, Amy, I think you look beautiful. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever. This is not a thing about trans people and who cares if I used to, if I look like a man or used to be one. That's not my point. My point is from a metrics perspective, I could have gone, oh my God, I don't know, like my Adam's apple must be sticking out in that photo. I should Photoshop it and put it back. I didn't do that. I just went, wow, <laughs> interesting. But everybody else went, whoosh, love. And my post went nuts because the people that enjoy my energy and consuming my content came to my defense. Sometimes leaving that stuff on your feed rather than freaking out or deleting it or sanitizing it actually from an algorithm perspective can work in your favor. Um, one of my clients, he, uh, older gent, he had someone, um, another man, uh, comment, younger man comment on his feed about how sexy his ass looked in this pose, right? Now my client, um, has a female partner, I suspect has always had female partners, probably, you know, he doesn't live in a big city, probably never had another younger man openly say that he had a great ass. This was new territory for him, right? And he said to me, what do I do? This guy has like posted on my Insta about my butt. (laughs) And even having this conversation with me was like new frontiers for him. What do I do? I said, are you kidding? Will you leave it there? One, how nice that someone thinks that you're kind of sexy. Two, people are going to go nuts on that. People are going to go absolutely nuts commenting back on that post. It's going to cause a conversation. Leave it the hell there and see what happens. And sure enough, it blew up. That post went crazy with all of his, you know, he teaches like yoga for blokes. And everybody's <laughs> nuts for this comment. 
and which was you know great for a community everybody was having a laugh it was fun it was building rapport he was sharing he was giving he was showing that you know he was um available for like come on in come take my classes everyone's welcome here uh he, he, and he was also showing that he was big enough to um he was big enough and he had uh sovereignty enough of his own identity to not be discouraged or thrown off by something that was foreign or new or potentially offensive to him. It was just like, cool, next. So if you're not being confident on social media because you're worried about what other people might think, please remember these things. Anything that's really offensive or weird or violent or dangerous or scary, you block it and you report it and you flag it and you do all of those things. Anything that's just kind of like doing, that's weird. Don't take it personally. Come at it from compassion. Remember how much it must suck to do that with your spare time and consider leaving it there and seeing what happens because I suspect that you will have people who will rush in to your defense. The people who wanted to reaffirm how my modified side angle was a great thing and pelvis injuries and yoga for all bodies and modification equals intelligent teaching and on it. Like it just started this fantastic conversation because for the most part, the people in my community aren't like the hellbenters. They're not like the full pose or death. Most people that come to my community are like, modify the hell out of it, honey, and would you like another blanket? That's kind of how we roll here. And that's the sort of conversation that it fostered. Again, more sharing, more giving, more rapport building equals goodness. <clears throat> All right. How's everybody going? Let me take a sip of my Bondi tea. Is this making sense for folks? Any questions? Let's do that at this point. If I said anything that didn't make sense or that you disagree with, anybody need any clarity on anything that I've shared so far? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not seeing any comments, so I'm going to plow on. All right. Um, Meg says, yep, good and helpful. Okay, all right, cool. It's good for Meg, it's good for me. Let's keep going. So the point number five is um, about being confident on social media is simply this. It's another skill that you need in business. And people who talk to me about, uh, you know, like, oh, my God, everything is, like, no one even talks to each other anymore. Oh, my God, that's a bad thing. I, you know, I lovingly suggest that stop freaking out about that. It's not going backwards. It's not going backwards. It's going more into the internet. It's going, we don't even know how powerful the internet is going to be yet. Like you just wait. I can't, I can't, my Siri still doesn't, under, I, Siri and I, can't, we have terrible conversations. Like we can't communicate. We need to go to marriage counseling for bad communication. We cannot understand each other at a deep level but in two years time I, I i won't be typing stuff into my google calendar i'll just be telling her hey look you find a time for me that's going to work best to get me this done and go over there and order this thing like we can't even begin to understand how powerful the internet is going to be in just a few years time it's not going backwards drop any drama about <clears throat> well you know i just don't like the internet i just like to engage with people in person great great and we'll see you later because the train is going whether you like it or not 
does that mean that there's not a, you can't still have warm connections and we need retreats and we need, no, it doesn't mean any of that stuff. But if you think the internet is going away, unless there's like zombie Armageddon or the rapture or whatever coming soon, it's not going away. It's just going to become even more present. So lean in, do this. It's going to be great. You, if you don't know what you're doing, get skilled. It's just a skill set. This stuff about, well, I just don't get technology. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't get the skeletal system until I did like a lot of anatomy training, but I wasn't like, I just don't get fascia. Uh. It's like, okay, shit, I don't kind of understand it. And okay, it's like the skin on the chicken fillet. But can you tell me that again one more time? It's just skills. Remember that? I don't know of anybody who's like, the first time you got taught the tut was, what the fuck is going on here? Purusha and property? Worrying? What? But you didn't just say, you know what? I just didn't get that. Uh, I'm going to like just not do that. You went, well, shiz, that's kind of hard. I'm going to ask some questions. I'm going to get my head around it. It's kind of important. Well, hang on, eight whole limbs, what? No, you just figured it out. You just got yourself some more training. You just got schooled. It's just like that. You are not inherently bad at the computer. You're not like, you don't have some kind of like gene that's turned off for internet receptivity. Do you know what I mean? You haven't got some kind of karmic debt that says, you're never meant to know the internet. No, you just haven't learned it yet. And if you haven't learned it yet because of your own bullshit resistance, it's time to stop. Type into the chat, those of you who are watching live, like what is something in your yoga learning process where you got to it and went, holy, this is so hard, my head is pounding. Like type that in to the chat right now because I want to make this point loud and clear that you have overcome that shit and you and for anybody that has this kind of like crazy sense this crazy audacity that somehow social media gets to be in a whole other set of hardness to like I don't know um pronating and supernating and what the hell that means uh, I, I don't know what else was really hard for me um like, oh, my God, the muscles of the rotator cuff. Oh, for some reason, they're just like, ah. Oh. But at no point did I just go, you know what, I'm just not meant for that. Terry's minor. I'm just not. You know, I'm just, I'm just not meant for that. Whoa! You get the book out, you get the colouring book, you ask your teacher again, you say to your friend, you figure it out. Uh, Karen says, great. I do have a question about the course, but not anything you've shared. Okay, cool, Karen. Uh, hit me up on email if you need to or type it in here. I'll get to you at the end. Susan says, would you talk more about using learning the metrics from our previous post to approve new posts? Anatomy classes, said Susan. Right? Yes, lots for lots of people it's anatomy. But you never say, I'm just not meant to know about the human body. I'm just going to teach yoga. I didn't, I didn't become a yoga teacher to know about like muscles and bones. I became a yoga teacher to teach yoga. Nonsense. I just don't, I just don't have a brain that works like that. I just don't, I'm just not made to understand that type of information. Bullshit. Bullshit. 
you have a brain, it's a giant sponge that you can pack full of really cool stuff. Decide that social media gets to be part of the really cool stuff that you're going to pack your brain with. Definitely anatomy says, <laughs> says Karen. Sue Ellen says, how helpful do you find social media for connecting with older adults? Are you kidding? Dwellin, you want to find people who are 40 plus, you better be on Facebook because that's where they are. If you want to see photos of your grandkids in 2019, you're on Facebook. Like my dad, 60 whatever, he's a fucking nut for faith. Old people are on Facebook. I'm not saying 60 plus is old, but definitely anyone over 45, you want to find them, you better be on Facebook. Okay, so... Social media is just another school, another skill set. If you don't know how to use it, get yourself schooled. The end. I didn't know what the tattvas were before I did my yoga teacher training. I didn't know what fucking the Bhagavad Gita. I didn't know who like Iyengar was before I did my first two hundred. I remember being with Carlos Comeda in my first two hundred hour teacher training, and he's like Krishna Macharya and Iyengar and Patabi Joyce and Jessica Charan. I'm like, what are you even? Who, what are you even talking about? All I know is a guy in an orange, like, dress thing that's bold, a.k.a. Shivananda. All of that other stuff, no idea. But I didn't say to myself, well, I'm just not meant to know that because I'm only thinking about this. Like, cool, okay, brain stretch, let me have it. Let me, let me figure it out. Let me chew it up. Let me grok it in so that I can use it. Same is true for social media. If you want to reach people, if you believe that yoga heals and transforms, it is 2019. Social media is not an option. It is a fundamental way to reach people who need what you have. And if you are avoiding it because you don't feel confident, if you're worried about what people are going to say, if you don't think you've got anything to talk about, if you, if you don't know the nuts and bolts and how to make it all work, and if you are consumed with whether you're getting enough likes and followers and all of that stuff, you are preventing people from receiving your gifts. How dare you? It is time to sort that shiz out. So with that, I'm going to change directions. I'm going to tell you all about my new course. Starts next week. Registrations close tomorrow. It's called Social Media Confidence for Yoga Teachers. Before we go full out into that, I know... Not everybody is going to want to stay for that conversation. Totally understand that. And I know that some of you who are here with me live have already signed up, which is brilliant. Um, I just had, I just had, while I was uh, preparing for now and uh, having a coffee this morning, I just had two more very, very cool downloads for extra things that you're going to get in that program. So excited. Little hacks, um, two for Instagram and two for Facebook that I've just been playing with in my own business that are going to, they're really cool. Anyway, if you're already in, you're gonna, it's, even, it's going to be even better than I already thought it was, thanks to my divine download this morning. So if you're going to head off now, thanks so much for being with me here. Uh, I hope what I've shared is useful. Remember that, that if, if, if you are obsessing about sales or if you're obsessing about numbers or if you're expecting results, you've got to stop and you've got to come back to building community, sharing because you want to, and knowing that regardless of who seems to be consuming it in the moment, if your intention is to be in service, then it's going to reach the people who need it. Uh, Corinne says, always encouraging. Thank you, Amy. You're so welcome, gorgeous. Glad you've been here with us. Uh, all right, so let me tell you about my new course. It's, I, haven't done, I haven't launched a, a new uh, short course in over a year. This one I feel called to 
deliver because, like I said at the start, you need it. Like that, it's as simple as that. Uh, my evil, overarching, ulterior motive is that more people in the world do yoga. I can only teach so much yoga myself. I, you are part of my pyramid scheme. You get that, right? Like this is a pyramid scheme here. I, I, I'm getting you in so that you get more people in and they get more people in. It's like Herbalife, but good for you. It's important. I'm looking to raise the bar of the planet and I need you in my downline. So to that end, I need you to be wildly successful with full classes and full workshops and full events and full teacher trainings and waiting lists and you feeling great about it in the process, not feeling burnt out, not feeling like you're chained to your computer, not feeling overwhelmed, not feeling uncertain, not feeling a lack of confidence. I need you feeling great about full, prosperous, abundant business because then together we are making the place better. So. That's why I've developed this program, Social Media Confidence for Yoga Teachers. Get it at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social because it is time for you to drop the drama about social media. It is time for you to actually love it. I promise you that's possible. I used to hate it and now I love it and I want that for you. Uh, okay, so for example, this morning, Meg sends me a message on my Instagram saying, looking forward to seeing you. I've set my alarm. See you soon. I'm like, dang, that's awesome. How nice. Social media gets to be a way that you connect and share and like meet people. It's so, so cool. So I want you to get this course. Please just bloody sign up for it. Here's what we're going to cover. I've put it into four modules and I'm trying something new in this course because I'm so freaking obsessed about you getting better at this. In the past, my programs have been, watch this thing, fill out this workbook. I'm not doing that this time because I know that there are a bunch of you who have bought my courses or let alone other people's courses in the past. You've bought it because it felt like a good idea, but you never actually fucking downloaded it. You never even logged into the thing. Or maybe you put the calls in your diary and you showed up for half of them while you were driving the kids to soccer or whatever, but you never actually went home and then did the stuff that you said you were going to do. That's not happening this time, sweetheart. If you've done that before, that's done for this. This program, it's set up in over uh, four modules, but each module has two live calls. The first one is the training call. It goes for 90 minutes. There'll be slides. It will be nerdy. You'll take notes. There'll be lots of stuff to learn. It's the bit where I'm going to teach you the things about social media. What they are, I'll get to in a moment. The second call goes for 60 minutes and it is just you and me and the other folks in the program where you ask me all the questions. We can look at your screen. We can share ideas. We can look at your metrics. We can understand like Susan asked before, what can I infer from this number to get better? What should I do here? Have I set this up right? Are these photos looking good? Do you think my life worked well? Et cetera, et cetera. It's all the things. Because I don't want you to buy this and just keep it in your inbox. We need you to be confident on social media. The world needs you to be sharing yoga more broadly. If you are not doing that because you've got any bullshit or insecurity or lack of skill, that's what this course is for. And I am obsessed about you actually implementing what you learn. So the program is designed to learn something, have a couple of days to implement it, and then meet me again to check in and see 
Did you do it or not? And if you did it, do you have any questions? Or could you do it even better? That's what it's about. Karen says, I'm filled with the spirit of social media. Say amen, somebody. I have a personal Facebook account and participate several times a week with my Qigong. Okay. What? Karen, you better have a business page as well. You better. Um, okay. Meg says, uh, how do I keep going on social media when I'm just, when I'm not feeling it or I've got other things going on? Great question, Meg. This is one of the things that we're going to be talking about in the program. So let me quickly talk you through the modules. When you first sign up, you get like a 90-minute training video to get the basics done. Go get that before we start. Next week when we get going, we're looking at the basic platforms, getting them all set up. How often do you post? What do you post? All of that sort of stuff. Then we're going to start talking about how do you use uh, scheduling software? How do you plan things in advance? How do you become more skillful about doing things quickly. How do you make something once and use it a truckload of time? So I think Meg, to answer your question, that's where it comes into play. If you are still posting every day, actually every day, we've got to stop that. Like get your life back. If you're spending an hour agonizing per day, agonizing over the, like filtering the shit out of a photograph and then manually typing in your goddamn hashtags, Stop it. You've got better things to be doing. You should be sitting in the sun with a good cup of coffee. We're going to talk about efficiencies and getting time back, being more masterful. <laughs> you got it, Susan. <laughs> yes, that's me, says Meg. Yes, your Instagram looks amazing, but if it's consuming your life, we need to get that sorted out. Uh, then we're going to be talking about, uh, again, repurposing, covering more platforms. Um, if, you're, if you're down with the basics, what does stage two look like? You know, what does your LinkedIn profile look like? Are you on TikTok? If you teach kids yoga, kids or teens yoga, and you are not on TikTok, you need to be in this course. If you don't know what TikTok is and you're freaking out, forget about it. Don't worry. We'll get there. There's no space for freaking out here. But let me tell you, if you teach kids yoga, you need to be in TikTok. Seriously, we're going to talk about that. Do, is it time for a YouTube channel? Is it time for a podcast? These are things that are easy, easy to do. And if you're like, it's not, it might be easy for you, Amy, because you've been doing this for like lifetimes. No, nonsense. If I can, I am not techie. I am not techie. I am not techie. Can I just, I type with two fingers. 11 finger typing. That's me. I got no freaking idea, but I can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. I'm going to teach you how to do it without any like chitavriti going on. Things like if you can do a live on your Facebook and we're going to talk about it. How do you do it? What equipment do you need? What tripod? What microphone? How do you keep the prices down? How do you make sure that the lighting works? I'm going to teach you all of that stuff. But imagine you get confident in that. You do that, right? Great. And then how do you also put that on your YouTube channel and turn it into a podcast and chop it up into bits and use it on your Instagram? I'm going to teach you all of that stuff. None of this has to take a whole lot of time, but you can share more of your yoga with more people without spending money to not only grow your business, but to serve more deeply. That's what modules three and four of the program are going to include. So if any of this if, you, if you're across all of this already and you're like, eh, I've got that. Okay, cool. 
go do it. If anything that I've said is like, oh, I don't know if I've got that bit yet, please sign up for this program. Like I'm serious, you're in my karma raising downline. We need you being great about this. Just get the freaking program. It's 197 Australian dollars, which is about 108 pounds, about 132 US. Registrations close tomorrow night. The link is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. I've never put this much content into a short course before in my life. You're like, oh, I don't know, $200. Please commit to yourself that by the second module, you will have earned the freaking money back because you're better on social media. Like, let's just decide that that's going to happen. The My clients who are having people book their retreats sight unseen, sign up to their trainings because of a more confident social media presence, come along to their mini retreats that they didn't know them in the past simply because they understand how to use hashtags better. Um, <clears throat> a conversation with a client last night about a, a, a generating free promotions with key people in her local community to fill up her new class. How do you do that with just two messages on Instagram? Like these are all of the things that I'm going to be teaching you and truckload more, but not in a way that's going to freak you out that you can increase your bottom line in your business fast, not by spending money on ads, simply by being more skillful on social. So if you're any hesitancy about signing up for the course because of the money, Let's just decide that we're going to make that money back fast because of the skills that you not only learn but implement during the course. So, folks, it's like 36 hours until I'm shutting the cart. If you're not in yet, sign the hell up. I'm going to type again the URL if you're here with me live. Like I said uh, at the start, if you sign up while we're here together live, you can also get my Writing from the Heart course for free normally 200 bucks. It's my copywriting course. So if you don't know, uh, I used to be a full-time uh, freelance writer and editor, a tertiary qualified writer and editor, published short story writer, uh, actually quite good at writing copy. I wrote a course about it last year, four-part home study course about how to write great email, how to write web copy, how to come across as legit and authentic, what your authentic voice is and what is icky and salesy. How do you avoid that? all of those good things, writing great postcards and pamphlets and flyers and yada. <clears throat> you get all of that for free. That whole course of free, it's normally 200 bucks as well. It's yours if you sign up while we're here on the course. Susan says, Wood, this will be amazing. I can't wait. Susan, there's some cool things that you don't even know yet that are going to be in the course that you're going to love. Karen says, I just signed up. I'm jazzed. Thank you, Amy. Oh, my God. I, like, I can't even understand why people haven't bought this thing yet. Even just me telling you, oh, yeah, there you are. Even me just telling you about the new uh, filter presets that I bought for like nothing to make your photos look better is going to change everything. Your Instagram account will be elevated simply from this one little thing that you can go buy for like 30 bucks. It's going to make a game changer. If you have any doubt about social media, if you're not smashing it, Please just bloody get this course. We're going to, one, we're going to have so much fun. I think there's going to be a lot of laughing. Uh, I, think, I think I should actually, how about this? Uh, for uh, Susan and Karen and anyone else who's already in, let's do this. Let's have like a competition and the winner gets, um, I don't know, coaching or something, um, about like who has the weirdest troll. Like let's just put up all the, all the 
most embarrassing kind of gaffe on live video. I really want this to be playful and fun because it is time to overcome any limiting beliefs. I honestly, you know, I've interviewed so many yoga celebrities with my business of yoga speaker series. I've, you know, upwards of a hundred famous yoga teachers at this point, more, um, maybe even close to 200 at this point. And you know those big rock stars that, are, that have got their own apps and they're, you know, covered in tattoos and ripped serratus and all the rest of it. For a lot of the, I've been to a lot of their actual classes. I remember one in particular uh, who I interviewed, had really famous on the cover of all of the magazines and uh, sponsorship for apparel, DVDs, da, da, da. really famous, making heaps of money as a famous yoga teacher. And then I was at a festival once. And I took this teacher's class. I'm like, oh, my God, amazing. Like this, I've interviewed this person. They were really inspiring. They've got all this merch. They're making all this money. This class is going to be awesome. The class was shit. Like not only was it poorly planned, poorly executed, strange sequencing that didn't make sense, he moved around the room and did poses in different parts, so, I guess so that we could see him if we would turn to the back. But he was so, like, he didn't look at us. He was so, like, kind of, like, looking at his own stuff, like, wow, look, I'm glowing. It was the weirdest thing ever. He had no idea that it was in one of those marquees, you know, that you have at festivals. The marquee was leaking. Everyone around the outside, their mats were all slippery. We're all getting rained on. People are kind of moving around, trying to, like, huddle. We're, like, kind of coming together as a class to sort out the climate stuff that's he was oblivious. The class was so bad. The only reason that that guy is like taking nude baths in cash at his house and us being like, oh gosh, I've got to pay my Yoga Australian membership. It's $100. How am I going to scratch that together? The only difference is that that guy decided he was going to go for it. And we're still like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, you know, 45. I don't know about social media. I'm too old for that. I just haven't, I'm just not the sort of person who knows about computers. This guy was a dick. His yoga was crap. And people are wronging to him because he just went, no, I'm, going, I'm just going to go be successful, which I think is awesome, actually. And he's a nice guy, and, and, but he, I mean, he's not a great teacher. He's beautiful. No great teacher. My point is this. If you are not in a place in your yoga business that you want to be in, one, chances are it's because you're avoiding or a little bit crap, I love you, uh, social media, and two, you just haven't decided yet. Why not you? Do you believe in yoga? Did you take your teacher training because you couldn't not? Did you used to be an accountant or a school teacher or a stay-at-home mom or manager of a landfill or whatever the hell else until you went, I can't take it anymore? I cannot not share yoga with people. Yoga has changed my life and it needs to change more people's. And if I can feel this good about me, my job has to be to help other people feel this good about themselves. If that's your truth, you need to get this program because God damn it, we need you. And your drama is getting in the way of people finding you and enjoying your yoga. So one more time, the link is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. Karen and Susan are in. We're going to have so much fun. Meg says, I'm in. You're right. If I implement these changes, I'll make my money back in a week. Oh, my God. I can't guarantee it would be unethical for me to say, buy my course and you'll make a million dollars while you sleep. Anybody who tells you that stuff is, one, a dickhead and two, lying.
but I've, you know, you're smart enough to know that. But by God, I mean, I have a six-figure, multiple six-figure yoga business because social media, I don't like it. I'm not looking at my high school buddies, kids' pictures on the wall. I could give a shit about what using it personally, but am I so grateful that I get to meet people and talk to people and share messages with folks? And someone sent me a message the other day saying, what books should I read? And I just sent her a back love note saying, I reckon you should read these books. Cool. You might never buy anything from me ever, but I get to sit here and think, huh, maybe I help someone today. It's awesome. If I can do it, you could do it. Yes. Deirdre sounds, hey, sounds fabulous, Amy. Exciting. Do you're in. Great. Yes. Oh, Eli's here from Canberra. Just signed up. Excellent. Oh, my God. We're going to have so much fun. And P.S. Uh, <laughs> awesome, ladies. Great. Okay. I'm, like, I've been talking for hours. Let's finish it up. Thank you so much for being here on the call with me um, and taking the time to Think about things differently, whether what you get from me is useful or not. I hope it is. But I do think that, um, and I am grateful for you, time is precious and that you thought that spending some time in a way that might be supportive of your yoga business and where you're going in your life and business, re-yoga, that you decided to do that at all is just brilliant. So thanks so much for being here. Um, oh, my God, Erin's here. I didn't know you were here. God, when are we catching up? I want to come up to your town. We need coffee and like, well, me coffee. I don't know. You do coffee. Yeah. yeah. She snuck in. Oh, I got a husband. I got an email from your man the other day. And I thought, where is that woman doing? Jocelyn, you better believe it, sister. Uh, Meg says, random question. How do I get my photo onto the zoom window? Uh, it's in the settings, in the settings. You can turn your camera on. Then we can see you in real time, but you may still be in your gym jams. No judgment here. In fact, you're in my mastermind, as uh, Susan can attest. People often show up in their gym jams. That's how you do it. Who else have I said hello to? Virginia, I want to know more. I'm going to go find your uh, Instagram and see what's going on at your studio. Come, I want to, yeah, I want to know more about what's going on for you. I know you said you're busy, but that's good. Yes, Meg says she is in her jammies. Nothing wrong with being in the jammies. Like I said, I tend to attract yoga teachers who say, Jai comfort. <laughs> Ladies, you're all awesome. Your energy has just been so great in the chat. Thanks for joining me here for this rave about social media. Seriously, one, I can sign up for my course because it's going to be awesome. We're going to have so much fun. Two, if you don't want to sign up for my course, fine, but please. Social media actually is real, is, is reality now. Like virtual is real and it's not going backwards. And that doesn't devalue the power of and the potency of in-person stuff. In fact, that's going to be good for yoga. More people online equals good for yoga, just dials up the potency. But things aren't going to go, we're not trending backwards. If you have a business, social media is simply just part of it, like having an accountant, like knowing what your money is, like knowing what you're going to teach tonight, like, like negotiating the lease on the venue that you teach at or the contract at the studio where you work. It's simply just a no longer is it an optional part of a business. It's just mainstream. And if you get confident now, as things grow and develop, as they of course will, who knows what the new Facebook is going to be. But if you build skills with what we're working with now, you will just continue to um, have an availability for competency as things shift and change. All right. 
have a lovely day, everybody. Uh, Saka, Saka says, thank you, that was great. I really need glasses. Thank you for me. I can't see the chat anymore. I'm in denial. Uh, anybody, anybody's, oh, hang on, this is just a total aside, just because, you know, we're yoga geeks or he joined together. Is anybody doing face yoga? You know that thing that's a face yoga in your eyesight or, or, or um, if you do like integral yoga and you start with all of the eye movements, anyone, do you think it works? Or should I just go to the optometrist? <laughs> Hit me up on Instagram if you've got some thoughts on that, at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Yeah, it's good. Really? Okay. Maybe I have to come up to Canberra and try some out. Take care, everybody. Get the freaking course if you're not in already. Face, Meg says face yoga is good too. That woman is so compelling, right? She's great. You want to know someone who's great on social media? That face yoga lady. She's great. Yes, good, Karen. We're going to have fun, sister. True, says Meg. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Uh, hit me up on any, any ideas about like the eye thing. I forgot what it's called. Eye movements. Virginia, you know that. They've got to do that at Kapalu at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Otherwise, I'll see you in social media confidence. Registrations close tomorrow. Everybody who just signed up on the call, excellent. You just scored yourself 200 bucks worth of extra training. I'll go send you the link right now. Um, the, the website to sign up is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for being awesome. Bye, everyone. So there you have it, folks, another edition of the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Hey, favor to ask, if you found the content useful, I would be very grateful if you could support this podcast by giving me a five-star rating. And if you've got a moment, a review would be super cool. No pressure, of course. Like I said earlier, if you have any suggestions for podcast topics in the future, I would love to be in service. DM me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Take deep care.